Tuesdays here. Good to see everybody. I hope everybody is blessed and doing good in Jesus' name. Let's go right to the first video. Matter of fact, just side by side it and leave the audio off. Let me just describe it to everybody as we go here. If you can't do that, that'd be awesome. There you go. Now, this what this is, this is in Mexico. I believe it's in Mexico City, this hospital. Now, what's going on is the man on the ground has is dying or has just died because he was refused entrance into the emergency room. Why do you think that was? I'll let everybody send me an answer. Why do you think that he was refused entrance into the emergency room because he has chronic kidney problems, probably died of cardiac arrest. I'm just guessing the details aren't out yet, but the very reason why is because he was not vaccinated, but don't you worry. All the COVID pimps, including all the pastors out there, pimping vaccines, all the Scott Gottlieb's, all of those people, it's all about your health. Do not forget, we're cutting off YouTube in just a second here. We, we're just trying to main, maintain having a strike or two left on YouTube in case YouTube changes their ways and we can use them again instead of getting banned every two seconds because we were only one strike away from being banned for life. So we're cutting YouTube for at least the time being. Go to blackrobetv.com, go to tomlipley.com, go to Rumble, or go, I'm still on Facebook, so you can go to Facebook. Let me just reiterate this again. This guy died on the footsteps of an emergency room in Mexico because he was not vaccinated, but it's all about your health. So I'm just wondering, does, does that mean now that drug overdose victims will not be treated at ERs. Does that mean that those that caused the DUI crash will not be treated at ERs? I just want to know what the requisite is because this is already happening in the United States. It already happened in Colorado where they refuse to do organ transplants on people who are not vaccinated. I am telling you right now, American church, I know that I'm preaching to the choir, mostly preaching to the choir right now, but we need to rise. This cannot be allowed. You're like, well, this is in Mexico. It's not just Mexico. It's already happening in the state of Colorado. And I'm assuming other places that we just don't know about in the United States. And again, I know I'm predominantly speaking to the saved right now. And maybe a few Christians that caved to COVID. And I do want to say, if you're a pastor or you're a Christian that closed your church, strapped on masks, strapped on gloves, now are pimping vaccines. How do you like this? How is it that you can ignore the proliferation worldwide of vaccine mandates and vaccine passports and not preach out of the book of Revelation chapter 13 that he causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave. Tom, you, pre you say this every single podcast. That's right. And it's on purpose. Because I would love to see a worldwide revival of the church. But here's, here's the thing. When it comes to revival, it has to go the Second Chronicles 714 way. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Yes, if you are pushing vaccines, if you are pushing masks, if you are pushing social distancing, you are pushing a globalist satanic agenda. So you need to turn from your wicked ways, COVID pimping pastor. You need to be turning now because look at what is happening. How in the world can you believe that you are operating in love when there are people that are turned away from organ transplants and emergency rooms because of what you have brought into this country? The moment that the church caved, 
the United States caved to this COVID tyranny. It has never been about your health. If it's about somebody's health, then why aren't they letting that man into the emergency room? Let me ask you this. What is, what is the science behind not allowing people into a building who are not vaxxed? We know now, even Fauci, even demonic Fauci has had to acknowledge that the vaxxed and the unvaxxed transmit the virus. In most studies, the ones that are actually honest, where it shows that the vaccinated carry a viral load 250 times that of the unvaxxed. In the honest studies, it shows that the vaxxed spread the, the virus more than the unvaxxed. So what is the science? If you're not allowing people into a building because they are unvaxxed, including hospitals, including for organ transplants, what's the science behind it? If they both tra- to, to slow the spread, how? Who are they? I mean, so the unvaccinated can give the vaccinated the virus. The vaccinated can give the vaccinated the virus. The unvaccinated can give the unvaccinated the virus. The vaccinated can give the unvaccinated the virus. So what's the point? See, it's not, it's amazing to me how so many people who, especially again, it goes down in descending order because you're supposed to, if you're saved, you're supposed to have the mind of Christ. So you should see logic. So I speak to the evangelicals first. And it's amazing to me how you do, you are not able to bathe yourself in simple logic like like I just espoused. How can you not see it? How, how can an evangelical not see Revelation 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead? And that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. And then you're admonished in verse 18, Here is wisdom. So here's how you have wisdom in this modern age. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. So you should be calculating what looks like Revelation 16 and 17. What looks like he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand. As an evangelical, here is wisdom. Here's wisdom. You calculate what looks like Revelation 13, 16, and 17. What looks like that to you right now? Now, again, I know I'm predominantly speaking to those who are of my ideology, but there might be one or two. And I invite you all to like and share this as much as you can. Pretty much banned from sharing it on Facebook, but give it a shot. Those of you watching on Rumble, we need a much larger Rumble audience. Please share it on Rumble. Get out uh, Black Robe TV. Get that word out. TomLifley.com. Get that word out as much as you can. We need to get out this information there's a few people that might be watching that are not of our ideology on these things so please explain to me i would love to know the logic if you're a christian how is it that the bible tells you here is wisdom let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast now what looks like now if i am a covid vaccine pimping pastor right now i should be going to revelation 13 Verse 18, and looking back and seeing, what is it that verses 16 and 17 look like? What looks like? I'm told in verse 18, here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding 
Calculate the number of the beast. So let me calculate it. It's very easy to calculate because all you do is go right back to verses 16 and 17. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Now we know that the, in the entire European Union, you cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel. And same thing in Australia, same thing in Canada, same in Israel, same in New York City. You can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your mark of the beast. Oh, I'm sorry, your vaccine passport, which is a QR code on your phone. Or a piece of paper that you carry around or a card form that you carry around that proves you your vaccine. Does that not ring a bell with you, COVID pimping pastor? I'm just curious. Does it? Because it ought to. If it doesn't, you don't fall into Second Chronicles 7.14 revival. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. That's what you need to do. All right, on to, listen, I want to show you some galactic stupidity. This is Neil Cavuto from Fox. Really, the only person really, wa- well, no, there's two. Laura Ingram is worth watching. Tucker Carlson's worth watching. And on some nights, uh, Sean Hannity's worth watching. But Neil Cavuto is a galactic joke. He is so misinformed. He's, uh, how you can call yourself somebody who puts out news, a newsman, a news anchor, a purveyor of news, how you can be this uninformed is truly amazing. Play it for me. We've lost 5 million globally to this. We've lost nearly 800,000 in the US. Take the political speaking points and toss them. For now, I'm begging you, toss them and think of what's good, not only for yourself, but for those around you. If you don't want to do it for yourself, if you think it's a pain in the ass, I get that. But think of others around you. I dare say people who experience this or seen loved ones who've been affected by this or have ever died from this are not judging the wisdom of mandates. They're wishing they got vaccinated and they didn't. Don't let that happen. So that's the Pfizer line. Neil Cavuto's bought right in. Many Republicans have bought right in. Those are all bull-faced lies. Now, let's, now this, I've used this tweet now four times, I think, on the show, but I'm going to use it again. So Neil Cavuto says, take the vaccine to save other people's lives. Even drop all the political rhetoric. I am not espousing Republican retor- rhetoric. I am not doing that. I am espousing factual data. It's not politics, Neil Cavuto, you moron. You you are sitting there puking out demonic rhetoric all over national TV. Here are the facts right here. Ready? Here they are from the Joel tweet. In England, during the weeks 36 to 39, which brings you right up to October 14th in 2020, there were 571 COVID deaths. So weeks 39, 36 to 39 in England, total last year, 2020, there was 571 COVID deaths. Now, if what Neil Cavuto says is correct, that means that all of those 571 deaths would all be gone because most of England is vaccinated. He's telling you vaccination solves the pandemic, right? If you're not doing it for yourself, do it for somebody else, right? Five million people worldwide have died. 800,000 in America. That's what he says, which is way overblown. So according to Neil Cavuto and all the other vaccine pimps and whores out there, so that the vaccine will low, will eliminate all of these 571 deaths, right? It's either all of them or, you know what, let's, you know, since I'm so sweet, 
Let's just say that it will eliminate half of them. So we would be at what? It should be 270 roughly. Let's see, 250, 2500, another 30. So about it should be 280, 280-ish, right? That's what it should have been lowered down to. Most of you have read the tweet. but So in the same time period, 36 to 39 weeks, in 2021, after all the vaccinations, after all the masking, after all the quarantining, after all the lockdowns, this is how great that strategy that's espoused by Neil Idiot Cavuto has worked. Ready? Now there's been 3,026 COVID deaths, an increase of 400%. Great job, vaccine pimps and whores. Great job. Fantastic work. These are the facts. 75% of those deaths are fully vaccinated people. That's the truth. Neil Cavuto is a demonic, sulfur-stenched liar. That's who he is. Bold-faced lies. That's the truth right there. All right, Stacey Rudin tweet. Another thing, let's just keep on attacking Neil Cavuto since he wants to make a clown of himself all over national TV. These are people are bought and paid for by corporate interests. Pfizer sponsors just about every show on media. Stacey Rudin tweet. 80% of German adults are fully vaccinated. So according to Neil Cavuto, because this is from September of 2021, According to Neil Cavuto, then, you know, excess deaths should be way down because excess deaths had to be way up in 2020 20 because of the black plague of COVID, right? Right? But the funny thing is, is in September, Germany reported over 10% excess mortality in comparison to the September of 2020. Strange. 10% more people died in 2021 in Germany, then 2020, in September, after 80% of their population is vaccinated. So is anything that Neil Cavuto, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, many Republicans, even the Republicans right now that are suing Joe Biden over the vax mandate, but they themselves oftentimes will start off their political rhetoric with this, Well, I myself am fully vaccinated, and I urge everybody to be fully vaccinated. Really? With these numbers? And by the way, just so you know, it's starting to leak out in America now. We're about 40%. It's it's way higher than that because it's way higher in every other country. About 40% of our COVID deaths are fully vaccinated people. And just to finish off that tweet that I had up just a second ago, still, great job, guys. Appreciate you putting it back up. Highly vaxxed Scotland is seeing the same. So they have 10% excess mortality after being fully 80, 90% fully vaxxed. They have, they have 10% more people died this year in their country than last year when there were no vaccines. These are all absolute freaking facts. And here's the VARES report, the latest one from 1015. Should have been updated last Friday. I'm not sure I couldn't find it. But here's 1015. So we should get another one you know, this week at the end on, on Friday this week. But we're already at 17. I want everybody to think about this. 17,000 people have died of the vaccination. Who continues a vaccination in your right mind when you have Regeneron available, Ivermectin available, hydroxychloroquine available, azithromycin available, zinc available, not to mention that COVID is 99.9% survivable untreated. (laughs) 
Untreated, 99.9% survivable. Untreated. 76% of people who catch COVID never know they have it. And this, we've killed 17,000 people. And by the way, all of you, I know you're probably already typing this. I know it's way higher than 17. I know it's way higher. I know about the Thomas Rents lawsuit who alleges another 45,000 because this allegedly only represents an even 1% of the reporting. The Harvard study came out and said that these numbers only represent 1% of actual data. I hope that the deaths are not a million people. I hope they're not. But they could be. We don't know. You, you think that that would be able to be, that wouldn't be easily hidden in the United States in a country of 330 to 380 million people, depending on which reports you believe, which, sense, which census you believe, you know, with illegal aliens, 330 to 380 million. I know that it's way higher. But when, do you, when, when on earth have you ever seen in your lifetime when you have a vaccine with 17,000 deaths and they just keep doing it? He's just 17. Even though Thomas rents, it's more like 52,000 minimum. I'm just curious. When does this happen? And ever in life, it never does. All right, COVID-1984 uh, video. This is Dr. Dr. McAuliffe explaining more about the virus. Play it for me. So for many reasons, the vaccine, indiscriminate vaccination, is a horrendous idea. It's a horrendous bioweapon that's been thrust onto the public and it's going to cause great personal harm, which it already has. Thousands of people have lost their lives. I've never lost a direct patient, but I've had my patients lose their family members, lots of them. I filled out a safety report on a patient who developed blood clots after one of the Pfizer-Moderna vaccine. And I'm telling you, it took half an hour to do it. There was many pages, and each page said, warning, federal uh, um, uh, 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 offense, uh, punishable by um, uh, severe fines and penalties if I falsified a report. All those thousands of Americans that have died with the vaccine and hospitalizations in the database, I think, are real. And they are far beyond anything we've ever seen. And as a doctor and as a public citizen, I am extraordinarily concerned about the vaccine. The vaccine center right down the street here is empty. I drive past it every day. Americans know they're talking to each other. The vaccine's not safe. And now the effort is the vaccine stakeholders want kids without parental guidance, and now they want to be in the church. Americans and people worldwide should be extraordinarily alarmed. Theirs is real, but the numbers are real. 17,000 people at least have died. That's actually real. But doctors are not filling out the VAERS report. It takes them a half an hour to do it. There's no excuse. Dr. McCullough just verified it. You can put up the next tweet for me, Heather. There we go. Uh, Flinderella, I feel pressured not to use VAERS, and many of my colleagues confidently tell me this is it confidently? I thought it was confidentially. Confidently, tell me the same. Dr. James said you can look up that report, ClarkCountyToday.com. So theirs is accurate, but very it's 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 not accurate. The numbers are way down. The doctors are actually not filling out the VAERS paperwork. It's being confirmed. Look at this. This is McCullough for director of NIH video. Get that next video up ready for me, guys. You don't have that? Oh, okay. We had COVID-1984, right? Yes. And then we don't have McCullough for director NIH? Okay. Well, we had that was the one right before Flinderella, so there's no way I didn't tell you that one. That one was there somewhere. All right, here we go. Let's just switch. Let's go to the next thing. All right, John Mark. Sorry, you guys are experiencing our technical difficulties. And this credit to my staff here, even though it may appear to be their fault, usually about 98.7% of the time, 
it was my fault. So in case it may turn out that way. So we'll find out. But that was a video I really wanted everybody to see. So we got to get back on it if we can find it. See if you can find it on uh, Telegram for me, Aaron, if you can. Uh, McCullough for Director NIH video. McCullough for Director NIH video. All right, Gene Mark, uh, Benoit, MD. We got two tweets. Put up the first one for me. Thank you. Vare's death, de- death six days post Pfizer vaccine. Remember, we are in the Cavuto section of the show still, disproving every lie that man just said. Take the vaccine. That's the answer, right? Vare's death six days post Pfizer vaccine. 15 year old male, myocarditis on autopsy. 15 year old male takes the vaccination, dies six days later. And still, Neil Cavuto's pimping vaccines. Go to the second one for me. Here we go. VAERS, Pfizer, dose two, hemorrhagic, stroke, four days post-vaccine. Another 15-year-old male dead. And Neil Cavoto is still pimping vaccines. You get it for me? You are the best, brother. This is, uh, let me introduce it. For all the people saying VAERS is not real. This This is from the official FDA meeting, which sadly, they approved the vaccine for emergency use only for five to 11 year olds. That makes a lot of sense, right? Play it for me. In terms of identifying cases and how their case uh, are identified, so yes, there's is passive reporting. There's always a risk um, and concern for over-reporting and under-reporting. Um, and we'll say I don't think over-reporting is a big issue because about 90% of the cases with information are able to be fully adjudicated. Um, under-reporting is, you know, can certainly be a concern. For, but there are other systems, and they all kind of work in tandem to look at it from different aspects. Um, vaccine safety data link, some of the data I showed, um, does do pretty active you know, surveillance and looking at charts. It's not just ICD codes or um, discharge numbers. Um, some of the other systems as well try to incorporate that um, as much as able. Uh, so each different way of looking at it has their advantages and disadvantages. The VAERS numbers are accurate, but highly underreported. Let me just make sure everybody knows they approved the vaccine for emergency use only for five to 11 year olds. And again, let me reiterate this to you from the Ionitis Stanford study, the bastion of right wing conservatism that is Stanford. The Ionitis study showed the post infection survival rate. For anybody under the age of 19, well, it's actually 19 and under. The post-infection survival rate for COVID-19 is 99.997%. Your 5 to 11-year-old is 7 to 20 times more likely to die post-infection of the flu than COVID-19. And yet here we go. Tell me the science, libtards. Tell me the science, leftists. I'd love to have you explain to me the science behind vaccinating a 5 to 11-year-old. And by the way, how do you get emergency use only authorization? The EUA, emergency use authorization for a non-emergency. Nobody in that age range statistically is dying of COVID anywhere on the planet. So name the emergency that validates emergency use authorization. There is none. But logic is gone in our society. Absolutely gone. Switching subjects. Red State tweet. 
Ilan Omar learns a valuable lesson in sowing and reaping. Yes, we all know that verse. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man sows, that shall he also reap. Ilan Omar learns a valuable lesson in sowing and reaping after defund the police calls. Go to the next one for me. Star Tribune, U.S. Rep. Ilan Omar told constituents at a town hall Saturday that Minneapolis, that Minneapolis's, try saying that quick, rise in gun violence and carjackings can be blamed on police who have chosen not to fulfill their oath of office and provide the public safety they owe to their citizens. What's happening? Here's the article from Red State. U.S. Rep. Ilan Omar told constituents Saturday at a town hall meeting, I just told you that, Omar, a Democrat, said she understood the desire for safety, reiterated her call to voters to approve Minneapolis City Charter Amendment that would remove, that would remove, she has so, remove minimum police staffing requirements and give the city council authority, get ready now, get ready, over a more holistic public safety department. When you have a system, listen to what she says, that refuses to work for people it's supposed to serve, you have to go back to the drawing board. At some point, you've got to walk away. So what she blames on the the rise of gun violence and carjackings is a lack of police. She says that their police are there, but they're not doing their job. So her, her, her solution to that problem of a lack of police is a lack of police. These are the people that are running this country. And by the way, running the COVID response. All of you Republicans, conservatives, and especially evangelical Christians, please understand that if you're vaccinated, these are the people that are telling you to vaccinate. A woman who just said, the problem is we have a lack of police stopping carjackings and murders. And my solution is to have a further lack of police. Don't try to make sense of it. I've given up. These people are ignorant, demonic, sulfur-filled wretches. That's who they are. All right, Robert W. Malone tweet. There is absolutely no scientific or medical justification for vaccinating children, in my opinion. Well, who's this guy? Robert Malone. Who does he think he is? Well, he's just the developer of mRNA technology. And then told everybody, don't take this vaccine from Pfizer or Moderna, which is mRNA technology vaccines. This man must be stopped. Play the video for me. So if all goes well and we get the regulatory approval and the recommendation from the CDC, it's entirely possible, if not very likely, that vaccines will be available for children from 5 to 11 within the first week or two of November. Oh, well, congratulations, Anthony Fauci. Now five to 11-year-olds can be vaccinated. People who have a 99.997% post-infection survival rate, congratulations, they can now be vaccinated. You're going to save their lives from what? Save their lives from what? See, you know what the problem is? We have a Proverbs 9-10 problem in this country. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Where is the wisdom in this? Where, where is the wisdom in, in providing a vaccine for somebody who statistically has no chance of dying from that which you're trying to vaccinate them from? From the very disease you're trying to vaccinate them from, they really statistically have no chance of dying from it. But yet you, all your enthusiasm goes behind. Why would that be? When you're on the Bill and Melinda Gates vaccine board, maybe, who's in Bill and Melinda Gates are shareholders in Pfizer, maybe that's why. 
For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Anthony Fauci is a Hillary Clinton baby butchering monster. And this is the guy that's out there. And what's so sad is, is all the conservatives that have, that have pumped his vaccine into their veins. All those trillions of spike proteins into your veins. That's a sad deal. That's right, so a Benny video. This is Governor Ron DeSantis just called for Fauci to be fired. The very man who's trying to pimp vaccines and whore vaccines to five to 11 year olds. Governor Ron DeSantis just called for Fauci to be fired and investigated for illegal gain of function research and puppy torture. Play it for me. No NIH gave money to fund research, gain of function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So what they're doing is they're taking U.S. tax dollars in China and they're trying to create super viruses that'll be more dangerous uh, for, for humans. And they'll say, well, we want to figure out how to combat the viruses. But you're doing this. This is very hazardous. I think it's unethical to do it. Uh, they should have been banned from doing it, but I think they went around the ban. And so we've got to shut that down. You can't have mad scientists running around playing God like this and then come to find out what else is Fauci and NIH doing? They're doing cruel experiments on puppies. What they were doing with those puppies is flat out disgusting. It's despicable. That needs to stop. I cannot believe American tax dollars uh, would go uh, to treat those dogs the way those dogs would be treated. And, you know, I really think Fauci needs to be held accountable. These people, these bureaucrats, they don't get to just run wild and do whatever the hell they want to with our tax dollars. And so from funding gain-of-function research uh, to treating these puppies with really unimaginable cruelty uh i think that whole lot of them uh need to be cleaned out and we need to be standing up for the american taxpayer and doing things ethically and not doing things like gain of function research and certainly not abusing puppies thank you we're coming right back to the puppies but always remember always remember this statement what the left does is cause the problem and then offer their solution just as an example let's shut down the Canada to United States pipeline. Now we have gas shortages and now they're going to offer their solution, which is higher prices to allegedly stem people from buying fossil fuels so that they can solve the climate crisis. They cause the problem and then offer their own communist, globalist, ridiculous solution. Back to the puppies. Play the next video for me. These are stunning pictures. And in fact, we try not to keep them up too long because they're so stomach turning and repulsive and i don't care what side of the aisle if you if you can abide these there's something wrong with you uh why is this abided if that's a word by anthony fauci and those at the nih that funded this kind of research kathy well nih anthony fauci and francis collins who fortunately is leaving at the end of this year are mired in an outdated system of doing scientific research. We know that 90% of basic research, most of it involving animals, 
fails to lead to treatments for humans. And yet half of NIH's budget goes to this. And so many times you'll see these horrible experiments, the things that you would never normally ever do to an animal, even if you know you were the most evil person on earth. But these things are routinely funded by NIH. We really need new leadership there. You, you had called for the resignation of Francis Collins from NIH. Are you calling now for the resignation of Dr. Anthony Fauci? Yes, I think everybody who heads an NIH agency right now should resign. We see the same kind of attitude toward animal tests throughout the agency. Why so much time and so much money is spent on something that doesn't work, they should have to answer for. But more importantly, they need to embrace modern research methods. We have put that together. It's called PETA's Research Modernization Deal. It was done by our scientists, and it offers a strategy to go forward to avoid these kinds of hideous experiments and actually do research that's going to lead to treatments for people. And modern research practices, I assume, are adopted more readily in the United States, which may explain why they're trying to fund these things outside of the United States. How do you control that? How do you keep that from happening? You mean? So there you go. Now what they were doing, if you saw the pictures of the puppy, we have the puppy pic, do we have that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where I put it, Baron. Just throw it up. There you go. Thank you. Perfect. Just so you know, what this was, was you put those puppies' heads in there, inundate them with sand flies and let the flies bite them to death. They severed their vocal cords so the puppies couldn't even cry out, sedated them and let them be bitten to death right there. Tell me the purpose of that, Anthony Fauci. And for all of you that shoved his vaccine into your arm, know that that's your author. Right there. There he is. Spread this video around. Let everybody know the demonic, sulfur-filled monster that Anthony Fauci and the NIH and Francis Collins are the, this is the type of, these are the people pimping the vaccines. Some of you are like, well, I didn't know that. Well, you, know, you should know. If you're a Christian, first of all, those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. You ought to know, and the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. Then you ought to have known via the Word of God, via the voice of the Holy Spirit, that this man and that this entire COVID response was right from the pit of hell and the antichrist spirit. And then once you had a proliferation of marks, little marks of the beast all throughout the globe where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without a vaccine passport, a QR code on your phone, you ought to have sniffed it out. But now if it's not, this, this ought to, right? I mean, this is actually sort of an answer to my prayers to expose the antichrist spirit in all of this. Look at what this man does. Look who this man is. Paul Joseph Watson. I won't need that pick again, guys. It's too depressing, sir. And I know it's next. You guys can skip it. But here's Paul Joseph Watson. When you're on the same side as the dude who approved beagle pups be locked in cages so their face can be eaten alive by giant sand flies with dogs having their vocal cords severed so they cannot cry out in pain, you're probably not on the side of the good guys. That's correct. These are the people pushing out the vaccines. I don't care whether they're Republicans. I don't care whether they're Democrats. The evil at the base of their humanity is immense. It is immense. Now let's go to the next one. Just to some random, random uh, stories I've got put together here about Fauci. Tammy Bruce tweet, NIH erases website section on gain of function and amid Fauci fall. That's just like the FBI is erasing data off of their website. Now you got the NIH erasing the website section of gain of function research. I wonder why that means. I want you to think of the depth 
of evil that it takes to be Anthony Fauci. From day one, you knew that it came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. He knew it. He knew that it was a coronavirus from day one. He knew that he was sending millions of dollars himself through the Equal Health Alliance and Peter Daszak to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. He knew he was doing gain-of-function research. He knew it was gain-of-function research coming out of bats and coronaviruses. And lo and behold, we have a coronavirus outbreak. And the man sits until he is publicly exposed in front of every podium and every camera and every magazine cover photo he can possibly get himself on. He sits there and doesn't say a word until he's publicly exposed by pundits and by people like you and me. Strange how that works, isn't it? Isn't it strange how it all works like that? The man doesn't say a word. And now, yeah, Francis Collins is resigning. Wonder why he's resigning as the head of the NIH? Because it's been, well, because, mainly because he's lied and lied under oath about gain-of-function research, along with his buddy Fauci, who has lied, I don't know, a hundred or more times on the House and Senate floor about gain-of-function research. They both knew where it came from. Then you got Fauci sitting on the board of the Bill and Melinda Gates vaccine uh, board. He sits on their vaccine board, who Bill and Melinda Gates are mega shareholders in, Pfizer, of course. And then you've got Fauci, Fauci out there pimping vaccines. And that's why the man doesn't say a word. Causes the problem. Gain-of-function research juices up a bat coronavirus, makes it transmissible to humans. He's on the Pfizer board and then offers a vaccine to allegedly solve the problem. I hope that everybody is seeing that out there. And again, these vaccines are the answer, really? According to Neil Cavuto, they're the answer. According to the Democratic Party and many in the Republican Party, they're the answer. Nashville, Angela, video, what are the odds... This is a video. He now has pericarditis and his girlfriend, well, she has myocarditis. Play it for me. Short, um, two nights ago, um, oh, sorry, two days ago, I was training, just doing a shoulder workout as you do normally. End up, I thought, pulled a muscle. Um, end up going to bed that night, woke up in a lot of pain. Um, as I woke up, my partner next to me also said, she was in quite a bit of pain uh, from her chest. So I thought, okay, that doesn't sound good. Now knowing she actually just got a second Pfizer jab three days ago, I've done a bit of research. I'm like, uh, this probably isn't normal. So took her, took her and drove in a hospital. Um, we sat there, I thought, we'll kill two birds with one stone. I'll get my shoulder looked at. She can have a, a checkup. Um, we proceeded to go through. Um, she went in one room, I went in the other. Doctors came up to me. One of the first questions they asked was, have you been vaccinated? And I said, yes, I've only had one Pfizer shot and it was about nearly three weeks ago. And they said, okay, do you know some side effects? Any chest pain? I said, yeah, little bit of pain here, but I, I think it's just from my shoulder. And they go, oh, you know, any heart flutters, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah. I noticed within a few days of receiving the vaccine, I was getting mildly short of breath. Um, didn't think too much about it, you know, still, still training hard twice a day, most days. Um, anyway, the, they had a cardiologist come up, cover me in his probes for the, an ECG, come back, said I had an irregular heartbeat and rhythm. They proceeded to take me through to another room where they pumped me full of something and they put me in a machine and checked everything. 
and they um, then informed me I developed um, pericarditis, um, which is a bit of a shock, um, considering I only had one vaccine. Then being dealing with the cardiologist, she's also informed me I've got some scarring of the heart and they directly linked it to the vaccine. Um, also, my partner has de developed myocarditis. We're both fit, we both train a lot, so it's very shocking. So what on earth are these people doing taking the vaccine? Do you see the damage of lies? Do you see the damage that lies do, Neil Cavuto? Do you see the damage that your lies do? Again, from the Ioannidis study coming out of Stanford, that man who looks like he's in his late 20s has a 99.98 post-infection survival rate for COVID, which is better than the flu. What are you thinking out there? Well, first of all, what do you, you, you both train twice a day. You're in great shape. Why are you taking it? You know why he probably took it? Because he sounds like he's Australian. And he probably would have no life unless he took it. So it's all about your health. They threaten your, 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 your chances or your opportunity to make a living. It's all unless you take it. Again, ask yourself, ask yourself logically. If you don't take, if you are unvaccinated versus vaccinated, what's the difference as far as transmissibility? None at best. Most of the studies show that the vaccinated spread it way more than the unvaccinated with 250 times the viral load of the unvaccinated. So what's the point? What's If you want to go and, and fill yourself full of S-spike proteins and have capillary blood clotting and myocarditis, that's your business if that's what you want to do. Not to mention the suppression of your antibody enhancement, antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome, which turns your antibodies into ushers of the virus, which, by the way, again, with the, last, the last study that I saw, which it was 75% of those dying in the UK of COVID-19 are fully vaxxed. And the last one coming out of New South Wales, it was 98% of their hospitalizations were fully vaxxed. So what's the point? Vaccinations are useless at best and deadly at worst. And for many people right in between that poor guy right there, that scarring of the heart never gets better outside of Jesus. I'll be happy to pray for him. You find out who that is. Send him to me because listen, I am launching an international ministry. I'm not kidding of praying for the vaccinated. I want you to be healthy. I want you to become unvaccinated and God can do that through the power of the Holy spirit. But all these people that are pushing these vaccinations, look at the results of your lies. Because they are bold face lies. 95% of hospitalizations in Israel are fully vaccinated people. And you cannot imagine the depth, the length of the lines to get their fourth booster. What is going on with people? If you're in Israel right now, I'm asking you a question. If 95% of severe hospitalizations for COVID-19 are fully vaccinated people, again, 95, it's, it's 85 to 95% of the hospitalizations for COVID-19 are fully vaccinated. 95% of severe hospitalizations in Israel are fully vaccinated. I'm asking you the logic behind now getting your fourth booster.
Can anybody explain that to me? I, I know the simple answers. I get it. That they can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without their vaccine passport. And see, that's what it's been about from day one. It's never been about your health, COVID-caving pastor, COVID-caving super quarantine Christian mom. It has never been about your health from day one. It's been about getting you vaccinated and not to save your life. Vaccinated so that all of your information is in a QR code so that you can be traced, so that you can be marked, so that you can be separated. The Bible is going to happen. The book of Revelation is going to happen. How you couldn't see it as an evangelical absolutely flummoxes my mind. But since we are where we are, will you see it now? And again, I just want to invite everybody, make sure that you are sharing. Rumble, we need a way bigger audience from Rumble. Share as much as you can. Get it out there. Facebook, we've pretty much not been allowed to share, but share, hit the share button anyway. Get this to people, even if it offends them, because it might very well save their life. Here's Dr. This is a Rumble video. Speaking of Rumble, Dr. Jessica Rose, when you see these kind of, these are kind of boring videos, but this is the FDA meeting where they just approved. They're boring. They're old school videos. What their technology is, I don't know, which also shows their inept, the ineptitude of the federal government that this is the best media that you can do. When you're receiving multi-billions of dollars every quarter, every year. But this is Dr. Jessica Rose at the very meeting where they approved the Pfizer vaccine. I'm assuming the Moderna too, but I don't know. The Pfizer vaccine for emergency use authorization. This is at that very meeting. This is Dr. Jessica Rose rebukes FDA panel for pushing COVID vaccines for children. Play it for me. 19 vaccine for children 5 to 11 years and supports widespread equitable rollout to every eligible child in the U.S. using all possible vac vaccination sites, including primary care offices, schools, health centers, pharmacies, pop-up sites, and mobile units of age. Thank you. The next speaker is Dr. Jessica Rose. My name is Dr. Jessica Rose, and I'm a viral immunologist and computational biologist. I have no conflicts of interest. Note number one, emergency use authorization of biological agents requires the existence of an emergency and the non-existence of alternate treatments. There is no emergency, and COVID-19 is exceedingly treatable. Note number two, individuals with resolved COVID-19 infection are potentially pathogenically primed for subsequent TH2 immunopathology. If injected with a targeted immune stimulant in the form of a host-run spike protein manufacturing system, this could trigger subsequent inflammation, immune complex formation, and overactivation of the complement system, leading to myocarditis and other immunopathologies that are, in fact, being prolifically reported to VAERS. VAERS reports must include prior COVID-19 infection status in order to make it possible to assess the potential relationship between immune-related pathologies, including myocarditis and the injections. Slide one. On the left is a bar plot from a recently accepted for publication peer-reviewed paper showing the absolute numbers of VAERS reports of myocarditis. She gets really technical, so we don't need to listen to any more of that. The greatest point she made, well, I mean, all the technical stuff is fantastic. That's an immunologist right there that is a board-certified physician talking and basically saying i'll just sum up what she said i'm not and, and i'm not saying this is what she said but i'll just sum it up in my own opinion you are absolutely out of your mind to vaccinate your child with this absolutely out of your mind but one of the greatest points she made was that in order for you to have emergency use authorization the eua you might want to have an emergency 
So when no kids are dying of COVID, then why are you vaccinating them? There has to be, again, congratulations, COVID caving church. Congratulations. Look where we're at now. You thought you were virtue signaling, didn't you? You thought everybody would think you're a Mark, Mark 1230 lover of humanity, didn't you? By strapping your masks on, having your church name on your masks, social distancing. Oh, look at us love, you said. Look at us love. Look how loving we are. Look what, you, look what you've done. Congratulations, COVID caving church. COVID caving vaccine pastor. Congratulations. Look where we are now is you have, you have the world, which by the way, I believe you're not supposed to conform to, right? Let me see if I can hearken back to the scripture. Oh yes. It's Romans chapter 12, verse two. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Oh, what is, is the world masking? Then, then why are you? Is the world vaccinating Christian? Then why, why are you? Because it says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So when you have a vaccine whore and pimp like Anthony Fauci, who's on the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Vaccines, who are major stakeholders in Pfizer, when you, and is a prolific baby butchering supporter, he's telling you to vaccinate. And you do it? Are you not violating Romans? You're, you're, worried, you're worried about Romans 13 when you're violating Romans 12? You're worried about rule, obeying your ruling authorities of which Anthony Fauci is not a ruling authority. He's a lifelong highly paid bureaucrat, the highest paid bureaucrat in D.C. at over $400,000 a year who solved no problem ever in his life and then even tells you to vaccinate and you do as a Christian. I thought you're supposed to no longer conform to the pattern of this world. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him for everything in the world. The cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the father, but from the world. First John chapter two, 15 and 16. What are you doing? Emulating the world. They got masks on. So you do, what are you thinking? Do you ever read your Bible? See, that's the problem with these modern, lukewarm, unbiblical art churches who currently at this very moment are doing a sermon series called Summer Playlist. Or at, no, it's not Summer Playlist, it's at the movies, which might be worse. I didn't know if you could get worse than Summer Playlist, but they seem to have trumped themselves with at the movies. This is what happens. When you don't preach the Bible because you're afraid of offending. When you are so concerned about everybody feeling comfortable and loved in your church and you, and you lay the Bible down at the altar of humanistic love, this is what happens. Congratulations. But I say this to all of you who are standing with me right now. We are turning this around. We're, we are not going to lose this generation to Klaus Schwab and the WEH and the rest of the John Kerry globalists. We are not going to do it. Those that are bought and paid for, like Joe Biden with $1.5 billion paid to him and Hunter as they flew over together on Air Force Two by a CCP-controlled bank. We are not going to surrender our country we are not going to surrender our bodies. We are not, most importantly, going to surrender our faith on the altar of Anthony Fauci, the NIH, Joe Biden, or the globalist 
COVID response. We're not going to do it. We instead are going to turn things around. Here's another video. Again, boring as can be. I know. It's from Technofog. It's a video of the FDA meeting. Again, this is the exact meeting where they decided that they were going to grant the EUA, EUA emergency use authorization to the Pfizer vaccine for kids 5 to 11 years old. This is at that meeting. And this is a person saying, actually saying, we won't know how safe it is until we start using it. Play it for me. But we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it. That's just the way it goes. That is just the way it goes? We are never going to learn how safe this vaccine is until we start giving it? Well, that sounds like Nancy Pelosi. You remember her at a town hall meeting? We, we have to pass the bill to find out what's in it. But this is life and death. There are kids dropping dead from this vaccine. They can ban me all they want. It's absolute fact. Not to mention many, many, many young men developing myocarditis and pericarditis. All right, switching topics just a little bit on vaccine mandates. Donaldo Trump, I just wanted to show you, you can do it side by side, Aaron, so we don't get any profanity. Just wanted to show you that you're not alone. You are not alone in this fight. Where is this at right here? This is in New York City. You can go right to the next one. Do leave it all side by side. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. I, gave, I, I did it again. It was my fault. I had another video of another protest going over the Brooklyn Bridge. Look just like this one. I didn't give it to you. That's my fault. I remember now. Yeah, let's look at the Columbia Bugle. But anyway, I want you to know that you're not alone. Now, here's the thing. While while Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, is really concerned about it, about everybody being vax mandated, nobody can work in the city, nobody can work for the city unless you're vax man, unless you have the vaccine, right? This is what's actually happening on the streets. Go right to the knife fight, and if can, we'll go back to Columbia Bugle. Go ahead, go to the, there you go. This is on the streets of New York, right here. Knife fight, broad daylight. Right in the middle. Let's just play it. Play it. Yeah. There he is. That's the priorities of the left right there. Did you find Columbia Bugler? Yeah, there you go. I just put that upside by. There you go. I just want you to know you're not alone. There it is. Right there in New York. We are not alone. The the minority is trying. Look at the size of that. Oh, my word. That's way bigger than I thought it was. Look at the size of that thing. And they will tell you that you are the minority. No, no. The minority is trying to trick you. The minority is trying to trick you into believing that you're the minority and they use fear of losing your job or fear of an alleged deadly black plague virus to do it. You are not. Look at the size. Have you ever in all of my life? And again, I've said this 500 times in the last 20 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. I've never seen that before. I have never seen protests the size of what we're seeing. The media tries to suppress it. This should be national news. Look at the size of that. That should be headlining CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, everybody. But it's not. And these are all over the globe, everywhere. This is happening everywhere all over the globe. 
and they just ignore it. But we are not the minority. We must rise. Don't. I saw one of my favorite personalities on Twitter, John Ziegler. He was put it out on Twitter, so it's not. I'm not bad mouthing him. Love John Ziegler. Proved, proved, absolutely proved. You've got to, you've got to watch his series on Jerry Sandusky. With the benefit of hindsight, it's called proved without a shadow of a doubt. Jerry Sandusky, Jerry Sandusky is innocent. So I loved, I loved John Ziegler, but he's put it out on Twitter that he's having a debate back and forth with his wife about vaccinating their child to get to keep her in school. Don't do it, John. I hope that you see this. Don't do it. I know that it doesn't appear that there's other options, but listen, radical times call for radical measures. Get the heck out of California. Listen, we will take you right here in Florida. We'll take you right here. Go somewhere else. Don't do it. We are not the minority. They're just trying to trick us into it. I just wanted to read this to you. I know this is kind of boring to have me read you something, but I just, it was too good to pass up and I couldn't get a good zipping tool clip of it. So I just had to read it to you. Breitbart. A division of Walt Disney Corporation is hosting a drag queen story hour event aimed at the children of employees with the intention of celebrating the gender fluidity of childhood while providing kids with an unabashedly queer role model, according to the screenshots internal email seen by Breitbart News. Just wanted you to know, those of you who are big fans of Disney, whose side they are really on, hosting a drag queen story hour for their employees. All right, peasant journalist tweet. Again, these are just random stories. I wanted to put them out there. A repeat, our current director of national, our DNI chief, director of national intelligence was at the annual pandemic exercise event 201 and she was sitting next to Chinese head of Chinese, China's head of the CDC. And for some reason, we just can't seem to know where to find any answers on the origin of COVID-19. There it is, right there. There's the DNI chief, our current DNI chief under Joe Biden was at event 201, which took place in October of 2019, two months before the outbreak in China. And what was event 201 all about? It's not conspiracy theory. I invite you to type it in, type it in to your computer, event 201. They're very proud, multi-videos. What were they doing at event 201? I know I'm preaching to the choir, but... They were wargaming a coronavirus outbreak that then occurred two months later, and our director of national intelligence was there. And the only reason why Donald Trump is not currently president is because we had a fraudulent election with Zucker boxes all over every urban center in our country where we have untraced, unsigned, no chain of custody ballots by the millions that gave a fraudulent election to the dumbest man that has ever, ever occupied the Oval Office, Joseph Robinette Biden. Oh, you got, yeah, put that up there, Aaron. That's good. I just wanted you to see. Here's Breitbart, exclusive. The Disney division hosting Drag Queen Story Hour for employees' children. Just want you to know, I just want you to know where Disney sits. I just want you, I'm, you know, you, you decide. Again, just random stories here. AJ plus tweet. A judge in Kyle Rittenhouse's trial says lawyers cannot call the two people he killed victims. Leave this up. Aaron, did I give you the Jack Posobiec video right after this one? I may, man, I finally did something right. So there we go. So I want, this is good news. We, whenever there's good news, we need to focus on it because generally our judiciary, uh, judicial system is an absolute political mess. Absolute mess. But we've got a right decision here. 
The judge, and, and if you've ever seen the videos on Kyle Rittenhouse, I probably need to do an expose. I've already done it a couple times, but I need to do an expose on this case. In two out of the three people he shot that night, he was being physically attacked. He was absolutely in self-defense. The one person that you cannot see, all the witnesses say that he was acting in self-defense as he was being physically attacked by the other person. So the judge in Kyle Rittenhouse's case, so anyway, video evidence completely exonerates him. Why is it that we're even having a trial? I mean, why is it when all the video evidence exonerates somebody, why is it that we're even having a trial? It's is absolutely beyond me. That shows you the corruption. The cor- this is Kenosha, Wisconsin. The corruption in their own judiciary system. When you look at it, you look. I, I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. You look at the evidence on the video, completely exonerates him. But you're too scared to exonerate him because of politically motivated motives. Then, then you're getting into differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. Proverbs 17, 15, acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent. The Lord detests them both. Proverbs 20, verse 10. That's, the, that's where, our, but we have a good decision here, but he should never even be on trial. Hopefully the judge declares it that way. Just completely kicks it out of the court. The judge in Kyle Rittenhouse's trial says lawyers cannot call the two people he killed victims. Rittenhouse killed two people and wounded another with an AR-15 style weapon. The judge says victim is too loaded, but will let lawyers call them rioters, looters, or arsonists, which is absolutely correct. Here's a little snip from the video from uh, from the from actually the hearing today from Jack Posobiec. Play for me. And if if there were any evidence in this case. And I would, I would love to hear it, because I haven't seen it. If there was any evidence in this case that Mr. Rosenbaum physically attacked anyone else that night, chased anyone else that night, assaulted anyone else that night, threatened anybody with a weapon that night, we can talk about that. But I don't hear any evidence to that effect. All we're talking about is arson. We're talking about being loud and disorderly. We're talking about, you know, I mean, being... I can't believe some of the things you're seeing. I mean, all we're riot. talking about is arson. Come on. Listen, let's hear the judge rebuke the prosecutor. I can't believe you're making such a, a, calling it such a light thing. You know, it's such an unimportant thing. All we're talking about here is arson. You know, all we're talking about is rioting. All we're talking about is vandalism. The judge says, I can't believe that you are making that such a light issue. This is a prosecutor. This shows you how corrupt our judicial system is about, right now. You know, being, I can't believe some of the things you're saying. Speaking of that, why are we playing that again? Arson. Come on. You're back to me. There we go. <laughs> I don't know what's going on out there. What was going on, Aaron? I was just playing that part again. Yeah, don't play the part again while I'm talking. All right, Thomas Massey tweeting. Now, listen, I want to close out. Well, I don't know how much I'm closing out with it or not. we got a ways to go. But this is a Thomas Massey tweet and then a video with it. But what I want to do is take a deep dive into the deep dive into the FBI for just a couple minutes here. And this is about the January 6th stuff. Now, here's the deal. If you want an honest country, then we've got to get to the bottom of several issues. Here are the three issues we have to get to the bottom of. If you want an honest country, we have to get to the bottom of January 6th, where we're going to look at right now. We have to get to the bottom of November 3rd, the fraudulent election of Joe Biden. And we have to get to the bottom of what happened at the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the response to it and who's involved in the money-making 
when it comes to what happened at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. We have to get to the bottom of these things. Well, let's work to get to the bottom for the next couple minutes at what happened on 1-6. So here's the Thomas Massey. Most of you have already seen this. I questioned Attorney General Garland about whether there were federal agents present on 1-6. Now, what the rhetoric is coming from Capitol Hill is that 1-6 was a failure of intelligence. Was it a failure of intelligence or was it an intelligence operation. Were there federal agents present on 1-6? So if it was a failure of intelligence, that would mean that that uh, Christopher Ray had no idea this was going to happen. Did Christopher Ray, that would be the failure of intelligence. Or did Christopher Ray instigate this happening? That's what we have to look at. And whether they agitated to go into the Capitol, Attorney General Garland refused to respond. Play that video for me for a minute. There's a concern that there were agents of the government or assets of the government present on January 5th and January 6th uh, during the protests. And uh, I've got some pictures that I want to show you if the uh, staff could bring those to you. that's incoherent but yeah i'm gonna break out this article now this is from kyle becker we'll end up playing the video that thomas massey was playing kyle becker article kentucky congressman thomas massey at at a house hearing on thursday grilled attorney general merrick garland about a mystery man named ray epps who is suspected of inciting far-right extremists and trump supporters to storm the capitol building on january 6th now here's the next Thomas Massey tweet. I just played this video for A.G. Merrick Garland who refused to comment on how many agents or assets of the federal government, i.e. FBI, were present in the crowd on January 5th and 6th and how many entered the Capitol. Now, Ray Epps was thus among the very first people to instigate the January 6th riot. Revolver News has now found that Epps was quietly scrubbed from the FBI's January Most Wanted list. Just like the NIH right now is scrubbing their gain of... Fun- this is very, this right, goes right back to Peter Strzok. Remember Peter Strzok's e- uh, email to everybody speaking about the collusion hoax? We need to scrub our testimony together so that we all get on the same page. This is what the federal government does. That's why I thank God for people like Tom Fitton and Judicial Watch who FOIA records all these things. They go out and they scrub it. So here you have, to my right, here you have Ray Epps listed right there as, is that number 16? Yeah, number 16, most wanted. Number 16 right there. All right, perfect. Now just leave that and leave me side by side while I read the article. Then on January 1st, between the hours, let me read this. Revolver News now has now found that Epps was quietly scrubbed from the FBI's January most wanted list. Then on July 1st, between the hours of 3.37 a.m., 
That's some interesting work hours. In 5.50 p.m., the FBI finally took action on Ray Epps' Revolver News reported, but not to prosecute him or to announce a sweeping investigation or FBI SWAT raid on Epps' home for all of his phones and electronics. Instead, someone at the FBI quietly and stealthily purged every trace of Ray Epps from the Capitol riot's most wanted database. The FBI's before and after scrubbing screenshots can be seen right here. So there you have the before. Now put the after. Gonzo. Woo. Absolutely gone. He is on video urging and agitating people, instigating people to riot and and enter the Capitol, which I will show you in a minute. And suddenly he is, put it back up there side by side, absolutely scrubbed. From all FBI database history, absolutely gone. No criminal charges, nothing. He is absolutely gone. Yeah, that's great. Back and forth is awesome. I love that. As Revolver News points out, those suspects who were arrested got arrested, uh, label, got an arrested label put underneath their photos. However, Epps photo was outright deleted from the page. This is highly suspect. The report also points out that not only did Epps instruct his commandos and the crowds at his attention to rush into the Capitol, but he also assiduously protected cops and law enforcement so no local or federal officers would be harmed during the precision breaches. You can see this inconsistent behavior in the video before. Now, this is a rumble video. Ray Epps holding court at the police front line. Play that for me. I would have came locked and loaded if I knew this was happening. Take a step back. Take a step back. We're holding ground. We're not trying to get people hurt. They don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get hurt. Just back up. And just start it over again for me. I want you to make sure that everybody knows there's Ray Epps. That's the big man in the Trump shirt. Funny how he looks like a federal agent. Of course, he has a Trump hat on. Of course, that's what's going on. And he right there, we're holding the line. Now, this is this is the day after he had urged people to enter the Capitol. Let's look. As can be seen, the man who turned, now this is in the next video. So when I show you the next video, you'll see this. You can come right back to me, guys. Appreciate it. As can be seen, the man who turns his hat backwards is perhaps the key instigator in the barricades breach at the east side of the Capitol. This was 10 minutes before Donald Trump's speech was even finished. Play it for me. There he is again. There's Ray Epps again. All right, bring it back to me. Let's do it do side by side, guys. You're doing a great job. I appreciate it. This is difficult. So just mute it. Go all the way back to the beginning. So here you have it. This is Ray Epps. who's now been no back to back to the video we just had on at the fence. Go back to the previous video. Oh, yeah, go back to what we had. 56 seconds. Starts at 56 seconds. Yep, there we go. Thanks, Aaron. All right, so 56 seconds. There he is. Now he is whispering in the ear. Now watch what this year, he's whispering in the ear, the young man with the Trump hat, of course, turned backwards. Now look what happens. There he is. Now he's, now look at it. It's truly amazing, isn't it? Now he's been scrubbed off the FBI most wanted list for the 1-6 Capitol breach. I just played this video for AG. This is Thomas. This is a... Uh, 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 Thomas Massey talking. He just played that video. He's playing all of this for Merrick Garland, all of what you're seeing right now. 
All right, back to me. The night before, the pro-Trump crowd immediately identified Epps' proposal to storm the Capitol as something only a Fed would propose. Revolver notes. Listen, you need to be subscribing and following Revolver and Kyle Becker. Members of the MAGA crowd point at Epps and warn others that he acts like a Fed. This starts at 14 seconds. Play it for me. I'm going to put it out there. I'm probably going to go to jail for it. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Peacefully. Fed, 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 peacefully. There you go. Could it be any more obvious? This man, and now he's completely exonerated, removed off of the list. Heather and Aaron Mache, back and forth, back and forth. Off of the list, completely gone now, absolutely gone, off of the most wanted list. Funny, this you could not have a more graphic, absolutely unquestionable, unobjectionable piece of evidence that this man instigated people to enter the Capitol, yet... There's no charges against him because it could he be an FBI operative? Oh, come on, Tom, that would never happen. Not with the virtuous FBI. Well, we know the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot, right? Well, they stormed the Capitol there too. The same man running that investigation is currently running the 1-6 investigation for the FBI. We know that 12 out of the 18 co-conspirators in the Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot were FBI informants and employees. So here we have it happening again. Explain, and Merrick Garland will not answer the question. So you're allowing people like me to go ahead and insinuate these things because you refuse to answer the questions as Thomas Massey presents them to you on video. And as innocent as Kyle Rittenhouse is on video, this man at minimum needs to be brought in for questioning. And why is it that his house has not been raided? Why is it that the head of the Oath Keeper's house has not been raided? Strange how that's working too, isn't it? I know a lot of you probably think the Oath Keepers are, you know, people that are standing in line for the Constitution. No, they are vastly infiltrated by the FBI. And so are the Proud Boys, by the way. All right, January 6th, this is continuing with the Kyle Becker article. January 6th, after all, was scheduled as a Trump rally, the report notes. In the 323 rally, this is speaking of the, uh, the report by the FBI or the New York Times, I'm not sure which. The January 6th, after all, was scheduled as a Trump rally, the report notes. In the 323 rallies before Trump took office and the 168 rallies thereafter, there had never been a single instance of rioting or pre-planned illegal activity. Law-breaking was zero for 491 at Trump rallies before January 6th. It's just funny how it works that on January 6th, it happened to be in D.C., right where Christopher Ray needed it to be, to where now you've had the Capitol Police receive tens of millions of dollars added to their budget to now set up satellite offices all throughout the country. That is not right-wing conspiracy. That is absolute fact that the Capitol Police, a 2,700-man uh, agency, that patrols a two square mile area had tens of millions of dollars added to their budget by people like Ilan Omar, 
by people like Rashida Tlaib, by people like Iona Presley, by people like AOC, have added who routinely want to defund police everywhere else except for the police that guard them and the police that they can set up satellite offices all around the country so that they can investigate. This is a quote. This is absolute truth so that they can investigate threats to congressmen and women. And always notice that's the playbook of every Democrat. Whenever they come under fire for anything, they suddenly have reports of death threats. That's what happened with the FBI, Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland. They receive they receive a letter from the National School Board Association and says, we are receiving threats. Where? Where exactly are the threats? I haven't seen any police report the, the, with the threats they're saying. They're receiving threats from parents at school board meetings. Where? Where are the police? Democrats just do this. And when Merrick Garland was asked by Jim Jordan, name the threats. His answer was, well, the National School Board Association says there's some. That's the attorney general of the United States. That's who's in charge of the FBI. That's the most powerful law enforcement officer in the United States of America. His answer was from a sitting member of Congress. Name the threats that are being received to school board members from these parents who are coming and protesting and speaking at school board meetings lawfully, speaking out against critical race theory. Name the threats. Name them. And his answer was, well, the school board association says that there's some. What do you got there, Aaron? That's the article on the Capitol Police. Oh, okay. Do you have a number? What's the number of increase for... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just tens of millions of dollars. All right, let's go on. Let's go on with this article. This is also more to the story. There is also more to the story. Epps is pictured in the video screenshot below, which I'm about to, you can just side by side it. In the article is below here, side by side. The self-described, he's pictured next to John Earl Sullivan. <laughs> John Earl Sullivan, who videotaped the Ashley Babbitt shooting, who is a known Antifa agitator right next to a Trump supporter who's also instigating the crowd, which John Earl Sullivan has eight counts. Well, and he's been treated with kid gloves. He's got eight counts against him. John Earl Sullivan does. And he's not in the D.C. Metro jail. And many other people whose sole charges, unlawful parading, have been si- unlawful parading in the Capitol, have been sitting in the D.C. Metro jail since January in solitary confinement. But John Earl Sullivan, the black male with the black hat on, is out free and making videos right now on YouTube. You can check it. It should be noted that one of those charges was that Sullivan was on the Capitol grounds with a dangerous weapon, namely a knife, one of the few January 6th defendants to face such a charge. Obviously, those serious federal charges did not preclude Sullivan being released on his own recognizance. Funny how that worked. Even as he was indicted by a grand jury and pleaded not guilty to charges for which there is copious amounts of evidence. The New York Times story seems to intentionally obscure the mysterious circumstances surrounding Babbitt's death to protect a trio trio of shadowy figures who were involved in the fatal incident. The Antifa-supporting activist John Sullivan who, re- who recorded the entire thing, the man who smashed a window with a helmet, Zachary Jordan Alam, the shooter 
The shoot, then the shooter himself, Lieutenant Michael Byrd, whom were later found out was indeed a Capitol Police officer who pulled the trigger. The pattern of deleting or suppressing evidence in the public record when combined with the, with the FBI refusing to release 14,000 hours of video footage leads one to, to the conclusion that the feds were very much involved in January 6th. Absolutely true. Now let's look at this. Changing subjects back to vaccinations. This is Jewish, this is a Jewish deplorable video. New Zealand Prime Minister proudly admits that she created two classes of people. Play it for me. So you basically said this is going to be like, well, it's almost like, uh, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated. That is what it is. So, yep. Yep. Play it again. So you basically said this is going to be like, well, it's almost like, uh, you probably don't see it like this, the two different classes of people. If you're vaccinated or if you're unvaccinated, you have all these rights. If you are vaccinated. That is what it is. So, yep. Yep. Noted Chinese sympathizer Jacinda Ardern, noticed, noted global elitist WEF follower Jacinda Ardern, that's the Prime Minister, the President, basically, of New Zealand, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, saying proudly, with a poop-eating grin on her face, saying, asked by a reporter, you've ostensibly created two classes of people. Ah, uh-huh, that's right. Ah, uh-huh. that's who these people are. Congratulations, COVID cavers. Is that what you wanted? Listen, the left is gone. I hope they get saved. I hope everybody gets saved. I'm a believer in the word of God. Just as I absolutely get who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. First Timothy chapter two, verse four. I'm all in it. Believe me, but they're gone. If you sit there and you act like this, And then again, you close your churches at the behest of somebody like this. What, what happened to you leftists? Remember how you used to allegedly have compassion and defend the little man. Remember that the little, the little people, the people with no money. Now there's two classes of people and the left is the one who's doing it, which by the way, just shows you their motives across time too. This is a YouTube video. This is Tim Pool. Over 37% of truckers will quit because of vaccine mandates. Play it for me. Of course. But they say, report, 38,000 cross-border truckers will immediately exit due to vaccine mandate. Now, typically, I don't like using sources if I don't know anything about them. But here's the thing. We have another story from CNBC. Business groups ask White House to delay Biden COVID vaccine mandate until after the holidays. I love it. As if that will alleviate things. Just do it after the holidays, then let everything get bad. Basically, we're going to cut and run. Please, will you let us make as much money as possible over the holidays and then nuke the economy? Anyway, in this story, they talk about the American Trucking Association. Let me just make sure I can pull it up right away. They say this. The American Trucking Association in its letter last week also asked the administration to consider exempting truckers from the mandate, arguing that drivers are similar to remote workers because they do not interact with each other with with another uh, with another employee for days or weeks at a time. They go on to say that they expect a mass wave of resignations. Maybe I should just pull that one up, too. They expect a wave of resignations should the vaccine mandate be implemented. I should probably, yeah. 
They say OMB officials have, have, have several meetings lined up Monday and Tuesday with groups representing dentists, trucking companies, staffing companies. The American Trucking Associations will meet with the OMB on Tuesday. They warned the administration last week that many drivers will likely quit rather than get vaccinated, further disrupting the national supply chain at a time when the industry is already short 80,000 drivers. The Trucking Association estimates companies covered by the mandate could lose 37% of drivers <laughs> through retirements, resignations, and workers switching to smaller companies not covered by the requirements. So we have a supply line shortage, and Joe Biden implements vaccine mandates for people who drive alone in trucks. Send me the science. Send me this. I love to understand your science. I would love to understand that. So we already have a supply chain shortage and Joe Biden to steal the words of Tim pool wants to nuke the entire industry of trucking. You could not listen. You, you, anybody, you can call me a Trump sycophant all you want. If you don't, if you do, you obviously don't watch this show in the numerous times that I have attacked Donald Trump's response to COVID would still vote for him today would vote for DeSantis over Trump, but I would vote for Donald Trump over anybody else. Love Donald Trump. Just he blew it. If he would have gone the Sweden route, he right now would be president right now at this moment would be president. And we would have a booming, absolutely awesome economy with little isolated pockets of stupidity on the left coast and in New York. But that's Joe Biden's response. And again, let me just bring back like a siren song. What I said earlier in the show, they cause the problem. They offer the solution, which most of the time makes the problem a whole lot worse. So that the ultimate solution is government to put it in the big picture. The ultimate solution for them would be globalism where, you know what? Truckers aren't needed anymore because you can only get your supplies from one source at which they are all getting rich. The globalist elitist, you'll own nothing. W-E-H, you'll own nothing and be happy. They'll own everything and rent it to you. That's the ultimate, that's their ultimate goal. You don't believe that, then you're not paying attention. Please go to the World Economic Forum. It'll basically explain itself to you. The demons will explain themselves to you. All right, B is back, tweet. You can, you can move the goalpost all you want, net not taking it, exclamation mark. We have not yet changed the definition of fully back. Not yet. Now, again, this is, this is Rochelle, Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC, which, by the way, never has been a clinical doctor. She is a college professor. And this is, is heading up the medical response to an alleged pandemic in the United States. Never been a doctor. But just notice the words here. I'm going to play the video for you. We have not yet changed the definition of fully vaccinated. Play it for me. From that. Dr. Walensky on the definition of fully vaccinated. Yeah, it's a really great question. Um, right now, we don't have booster eligibility for all people um, currently. So we are going to, we, we have not yet changed the definition of fully vaccinated. Um, we will continue to look at this. We may need to update our definition of fully vaccinated in the future. But right now, what I would say is if you're eligible for a booster, go ahead and get your booster and we will continue to follow. And the current CDC definition, Dr. Walensky, is two doses of an mRNA vaccine and one dose of J&J, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Well, they already changed the definition in Israel. You have to have your fourth booster. 
to be considered fully vaccinated in Israel. Third or fourth, but they're on their fourth right now. So they might be, might be third booster to be fully vaccinated, but it will be shortly your fourth booster. And now Rochelle Walensky, college professor, Dunderhead, is saying, you know what? We don't haven't changed it yet. You know what fully vaccinated means? These are the people that can't define male or female. So here we go. Now they're going to endlessly change the goalposts from what it, what it means to be fully vaccinated. So everybody who's caved to COVID, and again, let me attack the Christians first because judgment begins at the house of God, 1 Peter 4, 17. For all of you that have taken the vaccine because, first of all, you might have received PPP money so that now you have to in order for your church to reopen. And now you thought, well, I, you know, I did my part. I took one for the team. You're, you're not even going to be considered vaccinated if we allow these people to continue. But I believe that we're not. I believe 2022 is going to change a lot of things as we usher in true. Listen, the Republican Party is not true conservatism. Rona McDaniel is not truly a conservative. These are many in the Republican Party use conservatism for their own personal profit. If they thought they could profit from being a liberal, they join the Democrat Party. But like I always say, it's like a traveling roadshow. It's like a play. We have available parts in this. We have available parts to play this. We have available liberal parts. We have available conservative parts. You just which one do you want to play? They're not they don't live by conviction. The Republican leadership does not live by conviction. But the people that we're going to elect in 2022 live by conviction. Finishing off with this, Arthur Schwartz video. Now, you know, when MSNBC is actually reporting facts, they have absolutely no choice but to do so. Play it for me. This and also Thanksgiving is now less than a month away. (laughs) Are you ready? And it's shaping up to be the most expensive meal in the history of the holiday. What? Consumer group. No, you wouldn't believe it. Consumer groups say almost every ingredient Mm. in a traditional American Thanksgiving from the disposable aluminum roasting pan to the pumpkin pie will cost more. The supply chain crisis, trade policies, labor shortages, weather and inflation are all contributing to higher prices. Experts warn that the biggest expense this year will be the turkey. The price per pound is expected to rise above $1.36, surpassing the uh, record. Hey, Mika, how's Joe Biden working out for you now? And you may not care because you're a multimillionaire, but many other people care. Do me a favor, guys. Let's finish off with this one. Can you skip up to Scott, Todd Starnes? It's, it's like two up, two or three up. Todd Starnes, sweet. So while Joe Biden is providing you with the most expensive Thanksgiving meal in history, which, by the way, every meal right now, your Tuesday meal, your Wednesday meal, your Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday meal are now also the most expensive Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday meals you've ever had too, by the way. While Joe Biden's doing that and firing the vast 37% of truckers, which will jack the prices up, even now that's at the current, that's where we are currently without 37% of the truckers that are going to leave because of the vax mandates. That's where we are now. But while Joe Biden's doing all of that, he's doing this. DHS spends, Department of Homeland Security, spends nearly $500,000 to build a wall, not a border, but but around, not at the border, building a wall, not at the border, but around Joe Biden's beach house. You know, I was just going back and forth with a guy on Twitter 
that was talking about Trump being some sort of elitist coming in and trying to destroy America. Well, you can't get any more elitist than Obama Biden. Obama right now is sitting at Martha's Vineyard in his $30 million mansion. And Joe Biden, that's his beach house. That's one of Joe Biden's addresses. That's his beach house that just got a $500,000 free fence around it for life. For life. The man is worth tens of millions of dollars. He could have built a fence himself. But no, you know what? Let's just have you and me do it. That's where we're at. Don't forget the minority is trying to trick you, the majority, into thinking that you're the minority and they use fear to do it. Don't fall for it. We are going to win this battle. We are going to turn this country around. We're going to save this country for this generation and for the next. In Jesus' name, we're going to do it. But the very first thing you have to do is you must stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints." Take the full armor of God, for we wrestle not against principalities. I mean, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's where our battle is. Don't even concentrate on humanity. Cast down the enemy. Pray this prayer with me right now. Lord, we pray that you would expose the spirit of the Antichrist in the Democratic Party, in the World Economic Forum, with Klaus Schwab, with Anthony Fauci, with Bill Gates. We're not praying harm on anybody. We're praying, Lord, that you would expose these people for being who they are, for false Christs and false prophets will arise and deceive many people. Lord, we pray your exposure upon them. Expose them to those who have been deceived inside the church first, that they would humbly repent and that we would win this land back. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. We pray this, Lord, this exposure in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I love you all. Stand in Jesus' name. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.